Welcome everybody to a very special episode of the Menfulness Podcast. Today, as you can see, I'm joined with the other trustees. It's the first time we've done a podcast like this. We've asked our members, our volunteers and the public to pose questions for us. So I've got a list of questions here. I've got you boys crammed into my back room. Hope you're all all right. Um, before we get going, shall we just have a quick round of who we all are? Name, age, favourite food? what you perceive your position in mindfulness to be. You happy with that? Mm, yeah. Let's do it. Jack, are you happy to go first? Yes. Hello, I'm Jack. I'm 42. Um, um, my position, I'm not too sure what my position is, I suppose, trustee uh, for mindfulness. My favourite food is apple and Stilton sausage. Oh, I thought you were vegan. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't tell long. Uh, uh, I'm not <laughs> a vegan. I'm not a vegan. Um, thank you, Dan. Hello, I'm Dan. I am a trustee um, slash reception. I don't know, <laughs> whatever, whatever I do. Uh, I'm 41, and my favourite food, I do like a cream tea. Oh, yeah. Big fan of oh, the cream yeah, tea. Oh, yeah, you do, don't you? Yes. Yes. Yep. Nice. Yep. Um, I'm Sam Watling, as some of you may know, um, and I am 38. I'm a roast dinner fan, and I've just I've just had three in a row. For Christmas, Three Christmas dinners, cooked once, ate a further two, so I'm roast dinnered out right now. You're in uh, credit by one as well. I am at her. <laughs> um, and yeah, I feel like I'm sort of admin, dog's body, podcasting guy, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Matty, what I about you? As well. uh, I'm Matty, I am 37, trustee and media <laughs> Um I would say my favourite <laughs> meal is a chicken and bacon Caesar salad with a side of sweet potato fries. Oh, what else is? I know, oh. yeah. Healthy, balanced. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, what about you down with that? Whether the chips in there it's for It's a the... balance, yeah, okay. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm Mike Hewitt. I'm 40. Uh, position, trustee. Um, do the accounts, bit of logistics, I suppose, is probably my forte. And favourite food is pizza. Pizza. All the time. You can probably nice. tell. But yeah, <laughs> pizza. Taylor's nightmare. You can't beat pizza. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Um, so, yeah, we thought it would be good to get us all together, which happens rarely, to be fair. We'd, we've... Mm. We rarely get in the room together, and now I feel very, very close to you all. Um, so I can we... smell you. <laughs> it's not awkward yet. So it's not it's yet, not. but it's going to get awkward <laughs> when we get to your questions. So, um, are we ready to go? Yeah. Let's yeah, do this. Good. First one is from Carl. How close are you five as a group, and how often do you meet? I, I mean, again, other than now, we are quite close emotionally, but not normally physically. No, I think um, as a group, I think the sort of the support that we give each other day to day, I think is pretty key and has definitely alleviated problems that I've had in my life um, and issues. And I would hope that it does the same for you guys. And I, and I think it does that although physically we're not always that close, I think we're very close with sharing messages every day, pretty much, aren't yeah. we, between each other. And I think that's been a real key important part of it that it's developed into this really good sort of friendship between the five of us um where if one of us does need something we get one of the others or multiple of the others will step up and 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 help them out basically uh, it's like when you have a best mate isn't it and you don't see that best mate for three years and then as soon as you sit in a room mm. with them it's like you you saw him yesterday you yeah. know i think it's mm. the same for us like obviously voice notes and messages on the group every single day and there's we're messaging each other as well, like off off the group and stuff, and yeah, it's just I, I think I think you summed it up emotionally. We're very close, even if physically we're not. I don't know what I do with that what WhatsApp group. It's a mm. 
it's daily voice notes. Me probably more <laughs> and for longer <laughs> than most. But um, but it has genuinely been, you know, if I'm having a rough day and then you just chirp up like morning boys. It's like hard <laughs> yeah, to yeah. keep that rough day going when you've got you for like behind. Well, me, I, so. I think in terms of mindfulness, that's a huge factor in why we've got to where we are is that we get on. Yeah. You know, it's most basic. We are best mates, and yeah. and that's why it works because we can be honest with each other. We can say, no, I don't agree with that, or what you know, anything like that that we have to do now, don't we? Mm. Um, and yeah, it just it just works, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Carl, for your question. Um, and yeah, I would say we 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 rarely meet physically, and mm. I think we would like to meet more more and sit around a table more. The business gets done by WhatsApp, we and should, I think that's we, effective. We should, we should meet more, but then when we do get an opportunity to get together, normally it's nice to have a social and to yeah, spend a bit of time together. Um, generally descends into chaos, doesn't it? It I mean, does. I'm not, like, while we've been getting these other bits done, all I've heard is laughing and joking. Yeah. And, yeah like some of the most brutal banter I've heard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there'll be an X-rated podcast coming out soon. Um, so, yeah, thank you for your question, Carl. Um, so next up, if someone has a good idea, how easy is it to make that happen? That's from Rich. I'd say it's, it's happened. Most of Ooh. the things we do have been someone else's idea or one of us having an idea and going, shall we try it? Mm -hmm. That's the nice thing about it, though, isn't it? Someone throws it off. You know, I own a coffee shop in such and such, and I'd like to give back by hosting this event. And a lot of the time, the only question we have is, how does that affect our capacity? Yeah. Because obviously we're all, you know, around full-time jobs and families and, and, and other demands. So as long as it's not, you know, taking, taking away from our capacity, then it's hard yeah. to say no, isn't it? I think my favourite one of those is, I think Jack, the, the hair school, was like, mm. I've got this idea, boys, and then off it went, didn't it? Yeah, on to mm. national news at one yeah, point. Well, that's, that's how it happens, isn't it? That's <laughs> how you roll. That's how we roll, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was M Maria who was around our house doing, doing the kids, doing my daughter's hair, um, and she mm. was doing unicorn hair. Um, standard, isn't it, really, for a five-year-old? And then I was just like, oh, I can't even comb my daughter's hair without without her crying. She said, oh, yeah, well, you need to have some lessons. I was like, oh, do you do lessons? And she was like, yeah, absolutely. And then that was it. And then before you knew it, um, yeah, on BBC yeah. News and all sorts. And Issa saying about wanting to do his daughter's hair at, at her wedding was just like, oh, yeah. Like, it is important, isn't it? I mean, I'm, I'm just about, I'm on... Pretty good at ponytails. Getting there with pigtails, although getting them even, kind of got to even them up. So I need to get myself to the hair school, to be fair, because unicorn. Are you on unicorn hair now, then? Oh, I'm not, mate. <laughs> <laughs> at all. The, the only thing, like, the, the hair school is just, obviously, it's nice because everyone's upskilling, like, doing the daughter's hair and yeah. stuff, but mm. but it's, this, it's the same concept, isn't it, of actually just getting like-minded guys in the room. You know, wow, I mean, you're all the together. Challenge, isn't it? Like, yeah. it's almost it's almost smoke and mirrors, isn't it? You know, we're almost tricking guys into an environment where, where they're going to feel supported with a, a hair school or a retro gaming or, and stuff like that. I was going to say with the retro gaming night, if you think where that came from, because you and I, Matty, went for a curry, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Well, that curry house that's next, next door, door to yeah. the Crooked Tap. We went in for a cheeky one. You joined us, didn't you, Jack? And all we did was have a five-minute conversation with mm. the lad behind the bar. 
and yeah. he told Strider. him about what we do, yeah. and that's where it came from. And look at it now. And they've it's been amazing facilitating that. events, isn't yeah. it? It's great. Well, I remember me and you went down, didn't we? And we were like, ah, oh, and they were like, yeah, we'll put an event on. And we were like, oh, like a quiz. And they were like, no, we can do something loads better than that. <laughs> yeah. And clearly yeah. they can. Yeah. <laughs> I also love the fact that Sai has, uh, Sai Long has resurrected the Breakfast Club as yeah. well. And that's really taken off because that was our big hitter back in the Yorkie Dad's days, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Legit Grove. Yeah, Legit Grove. I used to love those events. And it, it's great that Sai's just taken it and ran with it. And that, that, you know, that's back up and running. So, yeah. yeah and good. for those who were listening who don't know, that, that mentalness kind of came out of that time, didn't it? You, you already had a group that was putting on events for yeah. for dads who needed, I guess, moral support and dad support and the, the same sort of support that we're offering blokes now, but more around the parenting thing. And it, yeah. it grew from that. Yeah. yeah, it was just something we set up, wasn't it, really? Bizarre, mm-hmm. really. And then it was more, yeah, it was sort of streamlined into dads and parenting and, and stuff like that. And then it started to become more and more general and yeah. more and more... So general about supporting other blokes, supporting other blokes, and then it was like, well, why are we just doing this for dads? Yeah. Um, and then yeah, and then here we are. Yeah, man. And that's the kind of how I got involved as well, because I was in the WhatsApp group and kind of it was lockdown, and everyone was talking about the um, what they were doing to like keep their mental health well and running, and they were put throwing out tips for each other, um, and I was like, we could make a mentalness manual. And you were like, well, what if we gave you some money? Could you go and make that manual <laughs> a thing then? And I was like, well, I could, I could have a go. And then I did that. And then, so I think that does, that's, that's my, that was my experience of it was come along, use it and be a part of it. And then if you've got a good idea, then you guys, we will try and make it happen. Our job is to facilitate it as best we can uh, within the capacity we've got. Uh, but we could not do it without all them volunteers, though, mm. could we? No, like, we couldn't do it without the money, you know, and people raising money for yeah. us and things like that, because it was like, oh, I'm thinking of setting this this up, guys. Right, okay, so you set it up, we'll sort it, you know, we'll we'll cover it for you, mate, and then off you, off you go. And, Give it a bash. And, and that manual was brilliant. Yeah, it? and it was, class. Simon donated, said, well, actually, I'd, I'm in a position where I'd like to donate to help make that happen. And, yeah, it's a very, very much feels like a team effort, doesn't it? Um, yeah. So, yes, thank you for your question, Rich. Um, next up, have you been to all the events? What's your favourite and why? And that's from Adam. I definitely haven't been to them all. I haven't. I don't have the time. That, that no. goes to sh- How many do we have now? Is it 20 weekly, monthly events? Something like that? 20, 22 monthly events. If you, count the football, <laughs> if you count the football, it's three, three football nights. Yeah. 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 I've, I've um, been to, I haven't been to the walking group, for example. Uh, if you're asking about, personally, for my favourite, I'm biased, is the Knights group. Because yeah. I just think it's it's that hardcore peer-to-peer support. We're doing it in person. You know, it's a bit... I can understand why people may be a bit wary about coming to the Knights group for the first time. Yeah, because it's not like I think I'm right answer thinking that our, our thinking with a lot of the events was we get guys doing an activity and if they're doing an activity and they're sort of focused on it then naturally they'll start engaging with each other and yeah. that conversational flow and it goes from there uh, whereas with the nights it's hardcore isn't it we're sat down having it out face Looking to at face each other, well, yeah. con- your conscious mind isn't occupied is it no that's it yeah. you know like you, it's your conscious mind is sitting in a room with blokes talking yeah. about how you yeah. feel and stuff and weirdly that's the event i've not been to possibly partly you're not no okay. um 
possibly partly because of that and maybe uh, you know i am a bit maybe apprehensive about coming yeah. personally but and you know with work and stuff it's just felt not fell right for me but mm. you know that's the beauty of it though isn't it there is something for everybody to to have a go at yeah. and the way that you two um sort of facilitate that night session it's really if you go in it feels safe it feels confidential it feels it is intense and you do have to be ready to talk at that sort yeah. of level. well you could go in and just listen to other people talk but even that even going i've been plenty of times where i've i've sort of held space for other people rather than sharing my own stuff and i still leave with that emotional hangover that kind yeah. of like I, I always use a scenario of like there's a, a a guy walk in the room for the first time and he's short you know short heads down and shoulders are down and he you can see you know, obviously there's that natural nervousness of maybe coming to an event for the first time with people that you don't know and then he'll get stuff off his chest and he'll walk out a different person and that only had to happen once to make it a success and it happens week in week out yeah. and I, and I I just think every time you see that you know for us as well as trustees there's a there's the reality that you know, you could have had a long day at work and stuff going on at home and you, you know, you've got to head out in the evening and facilitate this event and be supportive and stuff. And it's probably the last thing you want to do. But yeah. actually, when you see that turnaround in a, in a human being, it just makes it all worthwhile. Yeah. I think that's clear. Like, I love listening to the voice notes, like from yourself quite often, Dan, you'll come out of the night session properly buzzing, won't you? Yeah. Like, yeah. And that's really, really like, and, and it's mint. Like, and I love listening to those. You're like, oh, it's, it was intense, but, um, two guys came out yeah. this this session and stuff and you felt like like they'd shared like such a, a life-changing decision yeah. or whatever with you and it, it's mm, mm. it's very personal as well which yeah. is incredible like you know and i think that the night sessions have been the huge asset to us yeah i see them a bit like a run in that like i can't always be I don't always feel like I'm ready for it, but I've never regretted one that I've been to. No. Do you know what I mean? It's it always I always feel better after it, even though it can be quite intense. It's not always intense. Sometimes it's a, la a right laugh and people no. are sharing their their good stuff, but it can be. That's can almost be. the exciting side. Yeah, yeah, you don't, you don't know don't what's going to yeah, happen. And it's real, genuine connection. Yeah. We're not doing it through social media or anything like that. You know, it's it's face to face. Yeah. And you know, when when I think about it wasn't a particularly uh, original concept when you know I thought and we thought let's start something up and it, it started as a, a team's call, didn't it? In yeah. lockdown. Yeah. With the first one with Andy Knowles where I thought he had Parkinson's or something, bless him, because his head was wobbling the whole time. And uh, he wasn't, he was on a treadmill walking on a treadmill. He was walking on a treadmill and I thought, um, uh, you know, and I don't mean that in a funny way. I thought, is he okay? I was genuinely mm. concerned about his yeah. health. And then he was in his office on a treadmill bobbing <laughs> along the whole time, which was genius. But um, it, you think about where we've gone from there, where I think it was myself, Jack and a couple of other guys. So Nigel came and Andrew Yeah, came Nigel, in. yeah. There was, Nigel. there was like five or six of us for and a while, wasn't there? An OG, Nigel. Yeah. And then we went from that to, I don't know what the most, we must have had 50 at one of them. You know, There was the 60-odd was the biggest was one, yeah. We, we've, yeah had, we've had so huge. many. Mm. And, uh, and exactly like Mike just said there, I'll, I'll get home. More often than not, I'll get home from those sessions and my wife will be, you know, sat in bed reading a book or something, and she's she's checking in, sort of half interested. Oh, how old are you with them? You know, even, and I'm just buzzing. I'm yeah. just like, that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, like something yeah. really incredible happened, and uh, yeah, it's quite a privilege to be yeah. witness to it sometimes. 
Yeah, I, quite, I, I haven't been to I haven't been to like the dad's daughter's hair school or the breakfast club or the walk and talk, but retro games night was the one that uh, when it was first getting up and running. I can't because of the equipment now, but when it was getting up and running, I loved it because it was that more relaxed environment. You know, there was more yeah. like guys walking through the door or getting pushed through the door by the missus. That was another one. That like, it was really, times, really cool. Yeah. And then there, there were times, you know, like like you said earlier, Dan, the you know, people are sat in a social scenario, they're gaming or they're just having a drink. Uh, and there were times when I'd be talking to someone. In fact, there was one occasion where I was talking to someone and he's, he, he was having a tough time because a relative had um, dementia and dealing with the whole journey with that. And I was chatting away and, you know, checking on them as you do. And then someone sat next to me, turned around and said, oh, I hope you don't mind me jumping in. Uh, my mum suffered with dementia and I went through this about five years ago and started giving them advice. And I just took myself out of the situation. And I was mm. like, well, no amount of like facilitating yeah. is going to yeah. make this yeah. any better with me. Over to you guys. And yeah, yeah. and now they're really good mates. They're sharing those lived experiences. And that's, that's what it's all about, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I remember turning up there um, on one of them one of the early ones and parking outside and being like, have I, can I do this right now? Have I got it in me? Because I was palpitating and feeling yeah. anxious. And within minutes, I was stood at the bar and there was another guy, I think you introduced me to him, I can't remember his name, and you were like, he's, you know, this this guy's feeling the same way. And I sat down and chatted to him about anxiety and he'd driven all the way from Selby and sat outside That's feeling right, yeah. exactly the same way. Can I go in? And sometimes that first step is the... Yeah. is the bit isn't it it's like what's it going to be like and um... bigger steps for you obviously mate um, <laughs> you're <only> smart. <laughs> they put a little ramp in for me yeah. just the... um... <laughs> so the the is anyone else want to talk about their favorite event by the way i suppose yeah i suppose the retro gaming night i mean i do like the knights group but you do have to be in the right frame of yeah. mind for it and sometimes it can be heavy and gun it and if you haven't had a good week yourself it can work both ways it can be like really cathartic or it can be and i suppose as as trustees you do have that element of responsibility for everyone you do yeah um and and feeling that way so it's it i do enjoy it sometimes but it, weirdly i have to be in a good space to be able to go yeah um but yeah i absolutely love the retro gaming night mm. i'm a big fan of the allotment obviously it's yeah, seasonal and it yeah. stops now and it's only just getting going but there's something about having our own little slice of the, you know the universe <laughs> yeah yeah but you know to make it into yeah, something yeah. And, and and seeing people growing stuff and talking about what it is that they're growing and what they're going to cook with it and just learning a bit more about it whilst still doing that physical activity together it's that seems to be working quite i'm excited to see where that goes yeah. this year mm. um i think mine I, I'm a big fan of the football. I, you know, that's kind of been something that I've got involved in a lot more, I think, playing in and helping to organise and facilitate. And, you know, and obviously we've got the volunteers who do who run it every week for us, bless them, um, which is incredible that they do that and, and help us out. And, and I, But I think the football is probably mine. I mean, there's probably less talking at the football. There's probably do a yeah. bit maybe when you come off as a sub for five minutes and you just have a mm. chit-chat with somebody. But I've seen some really good organic friendships develop off the back of that. And then the little football WhatsApp group and stuff. And there's lots of sort of helping back and forth and people giving each other lifts and stuff. So although it doesn't directly result in a conversation whilst you're playing football, usually because I can barely breathe. Yeah. But <laughs> um, there's a lot of stuff that then organically creates off the back of that, which yeah. 
gives people support and stuff like that or gets people back into football who haven't played football for yeah. 15, 20 years and really missed it. Yeah. And obviously, because it's so friendly and chill and mm. nobody's going through anybody, um, it's it's really nice. And I, I always love pl- watching and you'll see some of the really, I mean, there's some really decent footballers, but you'll see them give people who are lesser footballers just an extra couple of seconds on the ball. Yeah. And it's just really like they could eat, they could potentially just take the ball off them or potentially score that goal, but they'll lay it off to somebody to, to give them the opportunity. And it's just a really nice atmosphere. Yeah. And, and I think we've been blessed with the volunteers for that. It's amazing that it stayed like that for so long as well, isn't it? Because yeah. I'm guessing the players that go are getting better as well. Oh, yeah. But they keep that same sort of vibe going. That's, yeah. the, that's the thing with with all the events though like you don't have to be good at footy to feel you're not going to feel out of place no. by going no. you don't have to even yeah. have touched a gaming controller to go to the games night yeah you know and and that's the nice thing about it is actually you can be trying your hand at something the first time you're still going to be welcomed and supportive you're not going to feel like it's a, inclusive isn't yeah it? yeah that's absolutely element. yeah like, look, look at the boxing that we've yeah. got going now you know there's guys who've never done anything like that yeah. yeah, and they'll do one session. I've had quite a few come to me and say that was great. Yeah, yeah love that. And what Al does as well, Al, who does the boxing, is a qualified counsellor. Oh. So I think as well, being able to like, you can tell if someone's ready to have a chat, yeah, or if someone just wants to box, or yeah, you know, he's got that. Man. Yeah, he's he's amazing. Um, brilliant. Thank you, boys. Right then, so you've been a charity since last May. How do you think things have changed since then? That is from Stephen. Yeah, so over a year, year I, and a half now. I think, I think now, I think there's there's a genuine pressure to um, make the right decision. I think before, like as a as a community interest group, it was very we're doing this and it's supportive and it's great and we're giving back and you can see the difference in people. And then you become a registered charity for all the right reasons, and suddenly, actually, we need to know we need to know what we're doing now. Yeah. Like we need to absolutely yeah. know. And that I think, and I'm going to take this opportunity to shine the sun up your ass, Sam, because <laughs> I genuinely think, and, and I know we've all said the same, is that that transitional period between um, CIC to, to registered charity mm. would have, I, I don't know if we'd ever have, have got there, you know, no whereas you, you know, you know, all that knowledge and stuff you learnt and you yeah. helped the pro, you, you almost held our hands, collective hands to it, <laughs> much bigger than yours as well. And, and, uh, and yeah, and obviously. He gives and then takes away. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and yeah, I think without that, I, I genuinely don't think we would have been a, a registered charity. I think it was the bite-sized nibbles, wasn't it? The nuggets. The daily nuggets. The, nuggets. the daily, daily nuggets. 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 Yeah, but know. that's the way that I needed yeah. to do it as well, Sounds was one nuggets. bit of the constitution at a time so that yeah. we all knew what it meant for us and it's you know it's only now that we're really starting to have to we've got trustee reports to do imminently yeah. so you know there are a lot there is you're right there is a lot more expectations on us to get it right but we were already getting a lot of stuff right mm. we just needed to formalize a lot of it i think it gives us a, a much greater legitimacy as yeah. an organization it like it's more serious but the, what we're doing is more serious and we are affecting change in a more serious manner which i think is is the big part whereas not not that it felt like we were playing at it when we before we became a charity but i think you know we've had to put checks and balances in place yeah we've had to, which i think we, we needed to do and it just it just pulls us into like a realms of a much more professional style sort of body rather than so sort of just five blokes kind of yeah and it was a big decision it. because cic means that it's a it's a essentially like a business but okay. with social with a social angle yeah. so you could have turned it into something that meant that you could all have been paid and you could have run it like a business but actually what you chose to do and 
you know, I kind of came on board at that time was to say, no, this is, this should be a charity and it is a charity. And I think it, that's how it, that's how it was perceived by others. And that's how you ran it. Yeah. None of you ever took a wage from it anyway. So it's, it made sense, but, but yeah, now we have that credibility. People are prepared to donate bigger. Yeah. We've well, certainly got more money. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah. you know, more I think donations. Because yeah. we've, we've got bigger, we've got more publicity mm. and everybody knows that any money that comes in goes to making the charity better. Yeah. It doesn't go to like anybody's, Yeah, you know what I mean? It, yeah. it goes straight back, it gets fed straight back in and get making mindfulness better or yeah. seed funding, you know, a bald man's hair school. <laughs> I, think, I, I, I genuinely think, oh, that's the only reason me and Sam are trustees, just yeah, to bring, yeah. some, bring some hair. Um, yeah. the, uh, I think becoming a registered charity as well, it, it sort of felt naturally like the right thing to do for loads of reasons. But, you know, you couldn't have, no one could donate to your fundraise for your own just giving. You know, you couldn't yeah. apply for certain funding streams. Yeah. So, and without that, we could never future proof what we were doing. So it kind of felt, our hand wasn't forced, but it absolutely felt like the right time and the right yeah. thing to do. And I think we were all in on that at the same point weren't we I think, yeah. I'm sure there's going to be a question later on as well about what's going to happen in the future and this was a step we had to take yes mm. yeah you so know. for the growth of what yeah. we were doing yeah it, it was a step that needed to be taken um, and was the natural next step for yeah. the, and this organisation it becomes a bit of um, what's the term like a sort of virtuous circle have I got that right vicious not a vicious certainly not a vicious <laughs> circle um, but you know in the sense that we we be, on the back of being a charity yes we like Mike just said we have a just given account so we get mm. more donations that goes into the events yeah, so yeah. like we said before we've got 20 events it all it's this sort of circle isn't it mm. that it all goes into everything and we keep doing what we're doing we are seeing growth in what we do more members coming in yeah uh, so yeah which then means i suppose that a lot that more people refer to the counseling which is what we spend most of our for yeah. a lot of those yeah. events are there's we put a minimal charge in that kind of covers the actual event or it's people's time donated to yeah, us yeah. so that means then most of the people that we help that we need to that cost us are in the um fully funded counseling so mm. you know that that is our main output, isn't it? And I suppose as we grow, that cost grows because we have more yeah. more men. We've got three thousand people that that come to us to an event or or work with the WhatsApp on a regular basis. Well, and that so... was an incredible partnership you created, wasn't it, Jack? Yeah, I mean, with the counselling, it was it, uh, what I really like about mindfulness and all the different events that we've run. It's all happened organically, yeah. and it was like responding to a need like really, really quickly. And as a as a group, we thought, oh, this is something that is needed. Lots of guys talking and chatting, wasn't it? Nine nine times out of ten, this is enough. Yeah. But there was that yeah. one in ten where like, ah, oh, bollocks. Um, I'm don't I don't have the specialist skills to yeah. deal with this, and would say, off you go, go to your GP. Yeah. And they'll say, oh, my GP sent me here. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Well, now, now we're in a predicament because I'm telling you to open up and talk, and it's really good. It makes you feel better, but actually, it might have opened up something here, and you need mm -hmm. some specialist help. So, yeah, I went and met up with Sinead, um, and I used to work with Sinead over at the council, and she set up a, a, a private practice at Serendipity right at the time, only just started it, but she was also a tutor over at the university as well. Um, and we were able to set up some affordable counselling for all the students there, so they were able to do their 100 hours. And then the difference that it makes for us to be able to give counselling in real time um, and, and make it grow depending on the need, it, it's just been phenomenal. It's just been just 
it's the best thing that we've we, we've done I, really i think the beauty of it is as well is that we like if you go to a night session or whatever and there's somebody who really needs that specialist help you can give them that specialist help whereas we felt a little bit potentially like we were failing people didn't we because we were like well this person needs a much greater level of support mm-hmm. than what maybe the mentfulness mm-hmm. we we can't facilitate that. Like we don't have the yeah. capacity, you know, we don't have the time. We cannot offer that level of support that this individual needs. And by being able to refer them into serendipity counseling, we can then stay as, you know, Jack at mentalness rather than Jack, who is my emotional support and mm, bit mm, of crunch. Mm. I don't like to use that word, but you know what, you know, yeah. what I'm getting, yeah. going with it. Like, you know, we can remain a bit less formal as well as a as a person as part of it. You know, rather than being that like real layer of support, and then yeah. you know, it just means it takes a weight off us because we don't have the time or capacity to be able to do that. Yeah, you know? we can't be all things to everyone. No, we, we can't. can't. We're not a statutory service, you know. But with the counselling, we do have something we can signpost people to. Yeah. And I've, I've used the phrase before. It's our USP. It's probably the wrong phrase to use, but it really is. You know, there's there's other charities and organisations out there that do an incredible job, but but are more prescriptive. They're more like, yeah, it's every Wednesday night. It's between seven and nine. It's there, and this is what it is. Whereas obviously we're quite diverse in in the model i suppose so when it comes to the counseling that is a, a not an end product but it's almost like an option of like uh, instead of us signposting back to a gp because we have gps referring through to us now so yeah. we don't want to just go oh you have to go back to gp so it actually gives us that option and it's a privilege to be able to do that as well yeah. you know yeah. people say yeah. to us you know what you're doing there is amazing it's life changing it's life saving and it's like well actually i'm just a glorified facilitator <laughs> like that's what it is we're not doing anything amazing <laughs> but, we're just going oh, but it's, it's perfect the way that it works because yeah. it means that um these students that are as you know as qualified they're they've just qualified they're keen they're enthusiastic and they yeah. know what they're doing and they need their hours and so we're able to help them we've definitely i know Sinead said that there's at least one is it doc we've had a doctor actually as yeah, well as just pr- other yeah. counselors we've actually had a doctor that sort of got to that point through working with mentalness clients and stuff so it, it's helping them it's working with them but it's what we're telling people isn't it don't man up speak up i feel like it's the the pinnacle of what we do if we can sh- share enough together without counselling, then great. But if we can also reduce the stigma for people to feel like, oh, actually, there's loads of other blokes here that have had it, and they're all saying it's yeah. mint, and yeah. why wouldn't I now? There's no cost barrier. Mm. There's no waiting list. I'll just go and see. Like, it's not going to make mm. things worse. I think that's what a few blokes have said is, I didn't really know, but you lot all talk a lot about it, and I didn't think it could make things worse. And then they go and they come back and 90 well, odd percent making meaningful change. And I think the big thing as well, as Jack says now, it's not like, oh, you're going to have to wait a year 18 months you know probably a week yeah tops yeah two at the very very most before someone makes contact and and goes through the goes through the process map with you to get you into counseling if it's going to work for you you yeah it's going to it's going to be something and that's huge isn't it because you know you've got to strike when the iron's hot so to speak you know yeah that that person's ready now you've got you've got to take that opportunity because if they go further down where they don't want to be they might not be ready then and they might not be in a position to be able to do it. And then, yeah. you, unfortunately... You're talking you... about crisis, aren't you, then? Yeah, yeah. That's what I hope we're doing, is we're diverting some people from ever needing that crisis 100%. support. And that's it, isn't it? And um, there's no threshold of support, is there? So it doesn't... You know, we're not asking loads of questions. We're no. just going, right, you're a bloke in York and you've, you want some help. Right, yeah. okay. And we send it across to Sinead and then she does all the relevant 
relevant Yeah, she things. checks it's appropriate for them, doesn't yeah. she? Because we're not trying to step into like a, a clinical, no. you know, we know that some people need more than what we can offer them. And I think that's maybe something that's changed. Mm. That's, mm. I know you were already facing that when I came on board, people referring pe you know, people to you that were not appropriate. But I think that that has... That's helped. That's, it's helped that, yeah. that we've got yeah. Sinead who, know, who can say, well... You know, I'll do the the sort of screening and make sure that this is appropriate for people. They're not already getting psychotherapy somewhere else where it might clash, or they're not. You yeah. know, do you know what I mean? So I think it's, I think that the bigger we get and the more we do, the more that might happen that people will be referred to us because there's gaps in the uh, appropriately. It's all it, it's all confidential. Yeah. But what's amazing is like, I mean, we get the emails and then you can get only, I suppose, the people that respond to the emails. Yeah. So would know who who access the counseling and then yeah. when we did your 10k i knew there was at least 15 20 guys yeah. who <laughs> who i had personally referred across the counseling and they're wanting to do the your 10k to give back to yeah. the charity yeah. that's and amazing. that's that's the difference between at a time of need we were able to re respond and help them and then they want to say thank you and give back. Yeah, yeah. And then that's so this kind of full circle. But there's no happens. expectation yeah. from us that they're going to give back. No. There? But it's just, yeah. And, and and I always say to people as well, we don't even know. We don't even find out if you take the counselling on. We don't yeah. even know. We no. just, we literally, just, you know, we just, yeah. we, you know, we, we cover it through the, through the finances. We send the, the money that we need to send to Sinead. We don't find anything out about, you know, it's, it's done in, in bigger chunks. So it's not like, Oh, I've referred Sam Watlin. Oh, Mike, I need you to send me. <laughs> you know, yeah, so it's yeah. pretty obvious. Yeah. It's just it's done how it's done, and and nobody really knows. So I could refer you, and I would never know if you've done the council or not unless no. you came and told me. Yeah, she would never tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, about, and that's the great thing. And that's yeah, the, and I think it's nice when blokes do then go into the group and say. Yeah. I'm having the counselling because like you say they don't have to do that but mm. it's nice to be able to see that it is it is impacting people and it lets other people know that that's like that's just a done thing within this group yeah, that anonymity is really yeah of well. course it so is so it's like well ah oh, well people aren't going to find out if I've gone or not no no all no. oh, right great so if I it's another barrier isn't mm. it yeah I don't need to worry about going you know I don't need to be like oh I'm still on the waiting list are you still on the waiting list okay but reducing know. that stigma like you say like Huge. in the groups Pete guys it's it's so weird and bizarre like to normalize going and accessing mental health services and accessing counseling it's kind of like top trumps like i was there and it was like oh which counselor did you have oh yeah yeah she's dead nice isn't she oh yeah i had that chap yeah and you're just yeah. like what? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is like literally being in the playground talking about trumps yeah. and footy cards <laughs> yeah, yeah. and they're talking, about yeah, they're talking about counsellors. And I think that in itself says yeah. a lot. Like yeah. we normalised it. And the more people that see that go, oh, what? You've accessed it. And it's like, yeah, yeah anyway, did you see the footy? Yeah. Yeah. You know, just like it's, it's a second nature now. Yeah, second nature. Well, well, there was a fella at the, at the Knights Talk Group recently who um, he was giving someone some advice and he sort of led up to this and he used this phrase and he said, you know, and I've had the counselling and all that sort of normal stuff. And then he carried on. Yeah. And I was like, mm. holy shit, how cool is that? Yeah, like, yeah, he's, yeah, like, yeah. that's the normal, that normal stuff, stuff. All that normal stuff. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. in common. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Amazing. Amazing. I mean, I think as well, it's like the stats. I mean, I'm not always very good at the stats and they fall out of my head. But, you know, the amount of blokes who've been referred in, who've had the counselling now, it's like when you put them up on a screen or you put them on a yeah. social media post, people look at that and think, well, hang on a minute, there's... You know, well, in January, there was 300 blokes and over 900 hours done. 
right. and that was in January. We're nearly there again. Mm. So I don't. We need a new mm. figure off today, don't we? Yeah, but I can it's imagine it's four hundred. Yeah, and the rest probably. You know, you maybe yeah. even up to five hundred. Well, if you look at that, and there's a hundred thousand people in York, mm. that's like one percent. We're mm. getting a big chunk, yeah. aren't we? Um, I think that's our, the point of us as well, isn't it? Is that we know not everybody needs us all the time. Or that, that yeah. some people want to come along and stay, some people are just working on their fitness or want some football. Mm -hmm. But if everybody knows that we're there, mm -hmm. yeah. then they know there is a, an option for them. Do yeah. you know what I mean? I, I, I do quite a lot of presentations, don't I? PowerPoints for various things. And, you know, we did one at the Masons, didn't we, recently? And I always make the point that any... I don't like using the word success because I don't know if success is the right no, term no, to no. use in, in context of what we do. Yeah. But yeah. growth certainly and any sign of growth that we've had as, as someone said earlier is a sign that there's a want and a need yes in the in the male community in the region yeah but but it's always with that caveat that we can't be that arrogant to think that every bloke is going to want to engage with everything no. we do no, no. that's fine but like you just said sam as long as they know we're here yeah that's where it goes doesn't it yeah. and i think that's a key thing isn't it and that was a key thing with the way we branded it wasn't it it was never about branding this as a mental health charity or because a lot of people that is a huge barrier to them mm. it was a case of we will brand this as a social group yeah and that's what it is you know you don't have to be suffering with your mental health to come here but i think the the position in terms of how people think of mental health now as rather than just thinking of good bad or nothing yeah there's like mm. there's a spectrum or a continuum or whatever you yeah. want to call it where Everyone understands now that they, they will go through periods of good and probably periods of not so good mental health. Yeah. And I know for me, mentalness keeps my mental health from dipping below where I want it to be or yeah. certainly helps keeping it up above. Yeah. So rather than saying, I'm coming to cure myself, I'm coming to just keep that good mental health. Like Maintenance keep... for some people. Yeah. Yeah, because I think some people will just internalise everything till the point that they're they're at crisis point. And there is a lot of blokes, I can't remember the stats, but there's a lot of men who never go to a GP or to any services before they take their own lives. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, if there, is there a way of getting people like that at a really early stage and, and letting them know that you don't have to wait to that point? You know, that, you, you can so just show up. For like... You know, like the Grand Opera House is a good example. They put the posters in the toilets, right? In the in in theory, it's just they're just putting a poster on a wall, right? Yeah. But how important could that be? Yeah. Where one guy who's on that journey and he might only ever just think, okay, well that's that's enough. I know they're there if I need them. I know where I where I can turn. But he might go through the whole. He might come to the events. He might go through counting. That could be the turning point. So, like you said, like obviously if someone sees it and they're on that journey, actually they're more likely to just open up. And that's why, that's why I wear this to Tesco. That's why, yeah. that's why the brand goes everywhere, doesn't it? Yeah. I think, and I think the beauty of it is, is there's that many different ways to access it. You've got your podcasts, you've got the YouTube stuff. Um, you've got the events themselves. You've got the online communities, you know, you, you could just go and watch Darren's YouTube video of the Memphis mm, yeah. meets, you know, just watch it. I mean, you know, and I mean that like, gets me pretty much every time like it's it's a, such a powerful and positive sort of endorsement of us but it's yeah. but it's just so it's tragic that darren got into that sort of like state they got they got himself to but you know we we helped him build yeah back into a, into a much better place yeah and that that video is amazing we'll put the link in the description because that is it's somewhat yeah, special is that good. um okay well thank you for your question Stephen. um 
so we'll move on. So why do you think the men's mental health movement is growing now? And where do you see mindfulness fitting in with all the other groups working in this space? That's from Nigel. It's a big question, isn't it? Why is it growing now? I mean, I think it's been growing for a long time. And it's it's, 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 yeah. it's maybe just a bit more. You see celebrities talking about it yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. I also think social media is a good thing for us as yeah. well. A lot of a lot of guys are signposted to us via our social media. And I think the fact that we have the open Facebook page with hundreds of thousands of people engaging with it, mm. there's a lot of women that interact on that page and they'll signpost their male friends and family towards us. So I think I think social media, although social media can be a negative thing, is it's a really positive thing for us and it's very current nowadays. So I think that's a big reason why yeah why it's growing for us yeah absolutely. i don't think we've jumped on any bandwagon particularly yeah. I, I i feel quite strongly about that because i did i have had people say to me oh well men's mental health is in the media everywhere at the moment someone you said that to me actually i know they meant well yeah. but when i was like telling them what yeah. i was going through they were like oh you'll be all right it's all the rage now yeah, it's, no. it's all the rage it's like, trendy <laughs> yeah i think feeling shitty's all the rage yeah. 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 but yeah we said earlier this, this came organically really from yorkie dads mm. yeah yeah you know we, we didn't set out to think right a we're going to start a dad's group no. And then we're going to go straight into a mental mental no. support group. That's not it's been how very it happened. I don't think we even really out. set out to start a dad's group, did we? Yeah. <laughs> we just... You needed something to do with the no, kids we, and you yeah, set it up. Yeah. Having breakfast, didn't we? We were just meeting up and having breakfast, yeah. like, you know, with the kids and stuff. And that was all, it. All we have done really is set up a community. That's the yeah. way I, I look at it. And, and like going back to the previous question, one thing I love when, you, when we engage with all these guys is that, Quite a lot of blokes now just use it as a social outlet. Mm. Yeah, the, the mental health aspect is almost secondary because yeah, yeah. some of them. But how important do you think you know, that it is that people that you've got people in the media like Tyson Fury or Roman Kemp mm. who are putting stuff out there, yeah. who are still yeah. you know who are successful, they're you know masculine, traditionally masculine or whatever you want, however you want to put it, <clears> who are then saying I'm not okay sometimes and I need I need help. It's and... not disregarding that. But no, it's do you know what I mean? Is it is it's yeah. like do you think that that is meaning that we're that's why we're getting more and more people because it's it's normalised more broadly. I think I think. As a concept, uh, like nationally, globally, it's mm. become a lot more acceptable. Yeah. Um, I do think you know, and you look because you look at rugby players who've turned around and said, "I'm not going on that tour. I just ain't got the brain space yeah. for it." You know. Yeah. And and I think having all those kind of people, like you know, like traditionally sort of masculine, like Joe Marlow or someone. Yeah. Like well, Joe Marlow was yeah. a classic one. It, you know, he's, yeah. he got young kids at home. He just says, "Oh, I'm not going on that tour. I don't want to go. Basically, I want to stay at home and have my wife look after the kids, and and I don't really have the brain space to go away." Mm. And, yeah. you know, I mean, if anyone's seen Joe Marler, you know, you wouldn't sort of... Imagine that. Yeah. I've well, met him, he's a unit. He's massive. <laughs> he's, got a, unit. he's got, like, yeah. he pulls crazy faces all the time. He's got a mohawk. He's covered in tats. Yeah. Um, And he's just about as... If you were to draw a picture of masculinity, yeah. like, you know, old-fashioned masculinity, Joe Marler would be pretty much what you draw. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I, th I think that's it, isn't it? Those Those labels that we give ourselves... Like, I'm supposed to be the strong one or I'm supposed to be the one that people rely on, especially as a teammate in a sport like that. It must be really hard to say, I can't be what you need right now. Yeah. And I, I know in, like, construction, in the army, in the mm. police, I can imagine that there's a lot of of people are relying on me to be that guy. And so to be able to step out and say, I'm not that guy right now, takes courage. It isn't a weakness mm. because, actually, yeah. it's harder to do that mm. than it is to just internalise it all and try and pretend everything's okay. Well, I think okay. that was really important what you put out the other day through um, 
to the volunteers was about you know being in the right space for the events and mm. and things i thought you know and it sparked quite a bit of conversation between the volunteers who sort of agreed with what you've said and i think it was a really mm. well, i, I recognise that i've got myself into that position because i felt as since menfulness as good as i've felt in a long time i've got myself into that position where i'm like i'm the guy that people come to for stuff and the trustee and the one who's putting the podcasts out and the one asking the questions and it then means I'd got myself into a point where I'd stopped sharing about what I was, how I was feeling. And I think that it is important that we all do that. I know we've got our group that we can do that in, mm -hmm. but um, there is a, it works. We all access it. We all need it and we all get something from it. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, there was a second bit to that one. There was, yeah. So where do you think men's mental health movement is going now? And where do you see mindfulness fitting in with all the other groups working in this space? Yeah, so I suppose we do. We work quite closely with a lot of other mm. I don't other think groups. we fit. I like, And this is going to, I don't know, this might sound a bit sassy, but uh, I don't think we fit in. I genuinely think that we're doing something very, very different. And I feel like there are probably bigger organisations, statutory organisations like the NHS, who would mm. probably look at this model and say, that works and mm. makes perfect sense. Yeah. So although although we are fitting in because we're, I feel like we're filling a gap, yeah. uh, I also feel like we're we're not just fitting in, are we? We truly user led mm. or can, yes. or customer led. I don't like the word user or customer, but we're led by the people yeah. as as the community. Yeah. They 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 come forward with ideas or a need, and we try our best to respond to that where we can and and put it on. When um we attended the Lord Mayor's event. And yeah. it was myself, Sam, and Mike. And this was just after we won the award. Was that was that October, November? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. What one one of the many? Just casually events. dropping just, in just about the award. Yeah, yeah. You know. like we it. won an award. You multi award winning. Yeah, yeah, multi award winning. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we we got invited to this event in town uh, that was hosted by the mayor, and all our peers in terms of mental health support or charities in the region, in the room, pretty much, weren't they? And it was great. It was a really, really lovely event. It was mm. really nice to be invited, for yeah, one it was thing, a pleasure, yeah. to be in a room with all these people. Sam did an amazing job talking to the yes, group. You, you did. You knocked mate, out the yeah. park there, mate. Thank you. Um, but one thing that struck me was, and again, I am in no way putting down anyone else in the room here because they all did fantastic work. You know, we met so many good volunteers, all these great people. There's a but. There's a but. There's a but. <laughs> uh, no, but every single one of them that I met, some of them knew who we were. Quite a few didn't. And as they were asking, what do you do? You know, what do mm. mentalists do? And that's quite a big question, isn't it? So yeah, yeah. I about, and I started saying, well, we do these events. And every single one of them went, you do a lot. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. it was one of those where... And, and, you know, I mentioned the counselling, for example, and they're going, wow, that's amazing, you know. And most people assume that we're, we're staff. Yeah. And, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, and again, trustees. yes, absolutely, Sam. And uh, quite a few said, oh, do you, is this your job? No. You know, I've got a full-time yeah. job and I'm a, I'm, I'm a carer at home. I do all this on top of all that. And when I got home, it was one of those moments where, you know, it's not that you want to blow your own trumpet or pat yourself on the back, but I just thought, actually, we do do quite a lot here. Yeah, yeah. You know, we have pat got something... Loud we, oh, on the back. You can <laughs> pat yourself on the back. But, you I, know, it, it's one of those moments where I just thought, actually, we are doing something pretty special here. Yeah. I was stood yeah. watching the boys at football training and one of the mums... Basi I can't remember what we were talking about and we got onto what I do for a living and then they were like, what, you... you you don't do mindfulness as your job. And I'm like, oh no. Yeah. And they were genuinely like sort of shocked. And it was like, well, well no, it's just yeah, like something that we, 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 we sort of fit yeah. in. And that, but I do think the fact that we are sort of community led as part of the community, like 
people want to do stuff, so we just essentially try and facilitate that as best we can, like, I, I think logistically that's, or financially. Yeah, that makes yeah. us stand out, I think. Mm. But I think we do, like, we've got partners like the CDLF that are doing something, they're raising funds, they're, they've got their own counselling offer that's not sort of um, gender-specific, if you like. Um, we work quite closely with them on all sorts of stuff don't we yeah, and it's yeah. the same with york mind they've come on the podcast they refer people to us that they think are appropriate we know they we communicate about what they've got going on in the city yeah, yeah. so when there's something that we can share with our lads so i think we do fit in i think mm. we do work well in there but i think you're right there was a gap of something that people can work on themselves, you know what I mean? Something where people can take ownership of it. I think you used to hit the nail on the head, Jack, when you basically said, we're not precious, are we? Mm. Yeah. No, and we're not. Um, uh, we we just, we do it because it's the right thing to do. And I don't think there's many organisations like that because they're worrying about the, the success of, of what we are doing is because none of us are worried about getting paid. Mm. Um, whereas when you're a big corporate company or you're an organisation, a charity organisation, and you're worrying about paying the bills, you have yeah. to bring in a certain amount of money. Yeah. So all the money that comes in, we just do it because it's the right thing, or the counselling mm. is the right thing to do because there's loads of people that are coming from crisis line or the GP mm. or, or mental health services or even Foss Park who are being referred to us. And we're yeah. like, what? You know, this yeah. is it's amazing, but everybody's shocked that that we are we're just volunteers um and i and, and when i look back i'm shocked that we're volunteers with all the stuff that we're doing yeah. <laughs> uh, but there's there's, there's a, a capacity thing but we always seem to find more capacity yeah but then how much does that take out on us we always got to remember that we want to benefit from it like you're talking about yeah. sam just as much as what we're putting in because now it's you know we're not service led it, it's not it, mm, us yeah. as volunteers and i and i think your message really resonated with me because I, there are some points where you're like, oh, I'm not getting as much out of this. And we've always said it's got to be fun. Yeah, and well, you set been, it up, didn't you? Know, there that. has been a few yeah. moments where it's like, this is this is hard. And what, what are we getting in return? Oh, yeah, it's really nice people patting you on the back and it's good for your ego and you feel good mm -hmm. that you're making a massive difference. But actually, how much it takes out of you is or from your family or the yeah. strength to do it is yeah. it's massive amount of commitment um and and we've always got to remember that you know we're all just guys with our own struggles and our own mental health i think yeah. um you know we you do get a sense of fulfillment i'm sure i could speak on behalf of all you boys here you get a sense of fulfillment out of doing this that you don't get from anything else I, I certainly don't agree, yeah. that. you know that that like you were saying matty when i get well one of you said when I leave those voice notes and yeah. just so giddy after the <laughs> night sessions, which considering what I've been talking about, I shouldn't, that shouldn't be mm. the case, but, yeah, yeah. but it, you get a buzz from it. But I think something else that Jack said there, you know, we've got to give a shout out here to the wives and girlfriends or, or one of my Yeah, cheers, Dan. Thank one, you. Well, I was going to say one of your 20 <laughs> girlfriends, Matty, because I can't, I can't keep up. Which one should we find? The revolving door. <laughs> Miss Wednesday. <laughs> and Miss Friday. <laughs> I was just saying, so I shouldn't ever. Fiona Friday. <laughs> we don't need to be beeping anything out, Matthew. No. But that, but we do. You know, we genuinely do because you know they they put up with us doing this a lot of the time, don't they? Uh, yeah, yeah. And Massive. you know, look after the kids and what have you. So I think, that, I think we've got to say that. Yeah, and that is one of the questions actually. You've all got young families and jobs. How do you juggle it all and still keep showing up in other parts of your life? I've got no idea. <laughs> I think that's it, though, isn't it? It's having people who in our lives who recognise how important this is to us and 
and how good it is for that we're better yeah. by being a part of this. I, I think as well, it's. I think a big thing is, and I, and I go back to that message that you put out the other day. I think we've we've become a lot better at recognizing when we're not in the right space, or yeah. you know, the bucket, the empty bucket sort of description. Mm -hmm. And I think we've got a lot better at realizing that if our bucket isn't hasn't got anything in it. We can't just keep going and going and going because we're just going to just fall over, yeah. aren't yeah. we? Well, there's been times when I've gone, uh, you know, can't function. And one of you stepped in and says, I'll take that. That's that's for me. I can do yeah. that. And it's like yeah, we, we, will, yeah. we will look out for each other in that respect. That's why I like our team because we all bring something different. But we, we don't have specific roles. We have different skills, things that we're better at. Mm. Um, there's things that you do, Sam, that I wouldn't have a clue where to start with but i think me. yeah but i think i think that's why Nobody it works themselves in front of a camera better than you <laughs> i my, my mom says I'm, i i get where water can that's what she said um but yeah there's I've, I've only got three spotlights <laughs> <laughs> Make it there's, there's, there's there's basically like like you said if there's a time where we want to where one of us is like oh, i need to step out it, it, you know quite often more often than not we don't have to take the strain as such yeah. because it, we don't have specific roles. Yeah. But again, we can be honest with each other as well. Mm, that's that's a huge and you're part. not, you're not, no one's going to think any different yeah. as a team. Yeah, yeah. You know, we can, we can comfortably part hands up and say, look, I can't do this tonight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. say, I'm busy, yeah. whatever it might be. So next question. Um, what is your biggest wow moment so far? And that's from Matthew. Ooh, there's been a few, haven't there, recently? Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like this year's been... We've won some awards, which always yeah. feels weird, but also amazing, doesn't it? Um, the York Press Community Pride Award mm -hmm. and the mm -hmm. BBC Make a Difference, Make a Difference yeah, Award. Yeah. Um, those, for me, were just, you know, like sat in the room and hearing people doing all this stuff and being like, oh, you know... I won't mind, but the, the, in the categories like the, the charities and organisations we were that were in, I'm going, I was going to say up against them, but it's, it's not it's not really right to say, is it? But the other the other nominees were incredible. Yeah. And we're sat there going, oh, they'll you know they'll, they they deserve to win it, and yeah. it's like mental. And you're like, what? Yeah. yeah. It to us? yeah. I was happy with a dinner and a bit of a natter with yeah, some really yeah. cool people, and then mm. yeah, that was special. Mm. That was yeah, cool. that was. Dare yeah. I use the word humble? You know, very, very no. humble, humble. I was yeah. <laughs> I, that was that was a pretty proud moment, wasn't it? To stand up and 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 just just you know have that like accolade or that kind of thing to say. Do you know what, guys? You are doing a really really good job, and you are making a difference, and you are doing something which is making other people's lives better. Which and that that's just that's what makes me so proud about of mindfulness is that. We are, and we've always said it, haven't we? If it, if it changes one person's life, then it's it's a success, isn't it? Uh, but I think that actually we're changing a number of people's lives, or we're not necessarily changing it. We're helping them maintain their their good standard of living mm -hmm. yeah. by coming to our events. So, someone pointed out that actually, because we've always we've left these awards events with these awards and thought, oh yeah, how how are we walking away with these awards? But then someone pointed out quite rightly. That, there, that the other charities and organisations, most of which, that's what they do for their job, their jobs. Yeah. The people there, yeah. nominate for the, they yeah. do that for their jobs. And we're doing that in our spare time. And actually, it is easy to lose focus on that. We, we do, we talk about how difficult it can be sometimes. But actually, sometimes, you know, pat ourselves on the back. 
You know, yeah, you've, you've got it, haven't you? Yeah. I mate. mean, like the award ceremonies are amazing, and yeah, let's be honest, we like going because we like a good drink and mm. we like having getting dressed up and and having a good time just with each other. Yeah, and, yeah. And we we never go expecting to win, but certainly the the work that we're doing at Yorks and John at the moment, which we'll talk about, uh, won't we? But Menfulness Two Point this, the stuff that is coming out of that is just like literally mind blowing. Like the difference and the impact that we are having, because we can talk about it, can't we? As mm. as as guys that set up mentalness, we can talk about oh yeah, eating pizza and going to retro and playing Mario Kart is good for your mental health. <laughs> but actually, we need a little bit more than that to <laughs> yeah, to yeah, help yeah. with our funding. Prove it, <laughs> prove it, and the evidence and and the difference is real. But I suppose for me, like the biggest highlight. And always puts a smile on my face. It's going back to going through our YouTube and and seeing the mentalness meets with Darren yeah, um, every time. And mm. it just like Darren's a close friend of mine, and, and knowing his journey and his story, and he's a proper Yorkshire lad, you know. Yeah, he's yeah. So you're, he's not like us. He's just like proper humbled, nice guy who's got he's he's had his own struggles. He's a family man, and the difference and the impact that it's made. I I, I watch it all the time and seeing just as a friend, the difference that we mm. can make in it. And, and that's worth it. If we retire now, just that, that video for me, yeah, yeah. Is, that's, is just, that's a beautiful yeah. thing. That video, mate, there's a couple of times, you know, you have a bit of a wobble of like, why am I fitting all this into my life? Yeah. Bang. Yeah. Put Darren's video on. Oh, that's exactly yeah. why. Yeah. In yeah. fact, I'm going to find more time to do yeah. stuff. Yeah. Because that guy, like, and that's it. That's, that was, that's probably one of my biggest wow moments, I think. And, like the 2.0, I think, will be the next wow moment. Yeah. And the impact report and the quotes that yeah. people had put on that that we got put together. Yeah. That was incredible. Like the, that was a proper wow moment. When you're reading the quotes from people and mm. what people have said about mentalness and how it's helped them. And and that just that reaffirms that, yeah, this is worth doing. So therefore now it's worth my prior it's worth me prioritizing that. Not over family or anything like yeah, that, yeah. but it's worth me just just maybe push a little harder at what I can do. I had a, a couple of weeks, just personally, uh, about a month ago, where I had, I think it was four events in about 10 days. Uh, one was when we went to present to the Masons, and that yeah. was a really cool night, just going, yeah, yeah. being invited and, you know, experiencing it all and all that sort of thing. Uh, I did a presentation at the University of York with Pete Quinn. It's a big shout out to Pete, yeah, absolute legend. Um, I presented at a 60th birthday party. Now, oh, yeah, I forgot that. was that. a tough gig. <laughs> yeah. Because no, I, he's, he's I 40. After the band. He's 40, <laughs> mate. He's not 60. He looks a lot older. <laughs> but I, 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 I got asked to go because the lady whose party it was, was it was such a lovely gesture, was ask, not asking uh, for any presents. She wanted people to make donations to us because we'd helped her son, which is such a lovely thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, And Andy Knowles was going to go because he'd been invited and they'd said, could you speak for five minutes before the band goes on? She had huge on, you mm. know, the band. So they had the full lighting rig set up and everything. <laughs> and Andy said, I've double booked myself. I can't go. Can you go? And I said, yeah, fine, I'll, I'll turn up. Well, everyone's pissed up, aren't they? There's about 200 people in the room. And I get up That's and some they're expecting that, some, yeah, and they're expecting some like Robbie Williams tribute acts or something. <laughs> and then I get up and start talking about mental health and suicide. And it's a party. <laughs> Let's go. I'm not being funny, Dan, with your guns. They would be expecting uh, yeah, a Chippendale, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they were disappointed. They wouldn't have donated anything, mate, if I took my clothes off. But, um, you know, that, that was quite the experience. And then... 
just after that, we then got invited to the Kevin Sinfield event. And, oh. and we met Kevin Sinfield. Oh, that, was a, that is a wow moment. And just the fact that we got invited yeah, to that, yeah. and this was all within two weeks. And it was yeah. nuts. After all that, I remember, again, I had a little moment to myself going, that was brilliant. You know, what I've done all these things. And this is all through mindfulness. You and know, the same night you're awesome. meeting Kevin Sinfield, I was hobnobbing with Frank. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, yeah, how's it going yeah. with yeah. Kevin? Oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> with Frank. Actually, that's <laughs> Sir Kevin to you. Yeah, yeah. My two superheroes. Yeah, yeah. 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 It is nuts, isn't it? You like that. Yeah. I mean, I remember just when we met Kevin Sinfield, he sh shook his hand and he was, yeah, I was just a little, I don't even. Stand by you yeah. Out a yeah, yeah, totally. Like, yeah. I mean, even when Jamie Jones Buchanan was just chatting yeah. away with us, I stood there just like, "Don't say anything stupid. Just talk normal. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't tell him that you think he's amazing." Yeah, well, it's not. It's not just you know the fact that he represents a sport that you guys all love, but also yeah. like he represents the ethos of mindfulness so oh, well as well, yeah. doesn't he? And that what he's doing and how he's bringing people together and he's making it okay to be vulnerable and to love your fellow man. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's just, yeah. what a special moment that must have been. Well, that, I just love the way he describes it as, well, it's what you do for your mates. Yeah. That, yeah. Like, he just, he it, totally yeah. plays it down yeah. all the time, doesn't he? And like that speech he did, mm. I didn't even once talk about Kevin Sinfield. Mm. Like, mm. He was just talking about Rob and mm, yeah. everybody, everybody else. Talking about everyone else, yeah. yeah, yeah it was the incredible. first thing he said when he came out, he said, oh, well, you know, Matty and JJB, you've thanked the room, but uh, no one's thanked you, so I want to thank you. For... And I was just like, <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was, was a mad. big gig for you, Matty. Yeah. Yeah. It was all right, wasn't it? Yeah. It's talking about being a media host. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's awesome, It's mate. good fun. It's yeah, good fun. Really there's probably, good. to be fair, there's probably... How many sad... people did you poison before they got all to the you. people, <laughs> all the people. Um, oh no, then they're, they're busy. Oh, yeah. they're sick. Yeah. Oh, they're sick. <laughs> oh, we've got to you, Matt. Ma Matty Lewis. Manfulness. <laughs> there was, I think there was for, for me. There was two. There was there was two um, wow moments for me. There's obviously like Kevin Sinfield. There was there was the um, Jimmy Carr. Obviously, was a big oh, yeah. big one. Yeah, but yeah. the um, just to tell people, Jimmy Carr held up our poster ooh, on stage. Yeah. and said, "What did he say?" He, he said, "There are guys that struggle with the mental health that come to comedy gigs to to put them in a better place. Yeah. So if you're here, these guys do amazing things. Yeah. Check them out. Yeah, that's, I think yeah. yeah, I think it's a pretty fucking good cause. Yeah, that's yeah. 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 He obviously had to swear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so there was that. There was the, uh, then, but the, I think the two this year, the first was uh, was." Um, Channel 4 with the racing and the whole week around that. And, like, it's yeah. cool to do cool stuff alongside you guys. So to be next mm. to Jack doing that and just to be able to say, we're mindfulness and this is what we do. Yeah. And just to be able to on say... The like, on, on, on the telly, yeah, which was cool. But the, the second one, which is a bit... Um, a, a bit deeper, I suppose, is is when um, and he won't mind me saying his name because he was on the podcast. Um, is when James Howard went on an, on, an, on a different yeah. podcast, yeah. and he was talking about his interaction with mindfulness, and he was basically saying about how he was in in a in a really tough spot, to, at a point where he felt like a, it could have been a really bad decision, um, and he just picked up the phone to me. He could have picked up the phone to anyone, any one of us. We picked up the phone to me and uh, just said, "Look, I need help," and um, I said probably just something that rolls off the tongue naturally to all of us. And I just said, oh, I've got you. Don't worry, I've got you. Like, you go into that meeting, I'll arrange the, I'll arrange that for you, all done and dusted. Um, and he said that that was, like, affirming for him. That, that was a moment. You just to, to hear, hear those words. is, is mm. Now, to me, for me to hear him talk about that publicly, 
for me personally was a wow moment yeah. and that's that's obviously bigger than all this getting on the telly and stuff yeah yeah i, I think sometimes I, I personally have this and i'm sure this is what you're talking about Matty. sometimes i can lose sight of the impact we can have on people because mm. we're so caught up in the day-to-day of it mm. and there was one incident I'll, I'll make this quick there was one incident at the night where i won't say his name but one of the lads who was there who i've, I've got to know quite well but i didn't know his story and that's the whole point of the logo, isn't it? Mm. You know, that's how Mike, you came up with that idea for the logo that there's a side that you can't see. You know, we don't know everyone's story, do they, mm. when they come in? And and this lad told us in in the group, and I was sort of hosting the group, he told us his story and the really severe health issues he's had. And, you know, I won't go into absolute detail about what it was, but it was, I had no idea. I had mm. absolutely no idea what this kid had been through. And then he said, Memphis has got me through it. You know, he yeah, told but, me that directly. Mm. And I, I could feel myself getting emotional now. I genuinely had to leave the room because yeah, I had a yeah. little tear because mm. I was just like, holy shit. You mm. know, I, I never, ever considered that would be the case. Yeah. And we, it, yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we've got a, quite a good partnership now with uh, um, with Nestle, like an amazing partnership. Mm. And sadly, oh, yeah. they lost a 19-year-old colleague to, to suicide, Ewan. Um, and the impact and the difference that he made to to his workplace was in, incredible. And they did a fundraiser for us, a football fundraiser, and there was just hundreds of people there, and pizzas, and and it was like a, a carnival event. And they asked me to do a speech, and all of Ewan's family was there, and I've never met Ewan before, and it was just gone. I said, I've never. This is going to be one of the hardest speeches that I've that I've ever ever going to be able to do but like the impact is clearly that he's made to all of you as a community um i'm i'm just proud to be here and his dad came up to me and he he called me bastard uh and he went oh you bastard i was i was fine up until you spoke until you spoke and gave me the biggest hug Mm. like you feel him literally i don't know like like collapse onto Mm. me just like you i feel his his kind of energy that it just needed to and just it gives me goosebumps just just now talking about it and like i've got this year i've got four new friends and i don't want any more of them who've who've lost sons to suicide and it's yeah. just like yeah what yeah that's that's why we keep going and that's why and not just and and helping those families you know like the the one more day poem that we did like, and within a couple of weeks, we asked people who have, who have been affected by suicide and we literally were inundated, weren't yeah. we, within a couple of weeks. And that's just really within York. That was something I was going to mention, actually, the One More Day poem for me. <clears throat> having Matt Kelly gift us a poem like One More Day and then being able to work with Johnny, who's there. <laughs> and he, he, he's good looking enough to be on this side of the camera, isn't he? Really, he's too good looking to be on this screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> too much hair. He's far um, too much hair. But you know, too like failed the audition. <laughs> but having you know, having that, have been able to like do something really cool and have Johnny like come yeah. in and like he does the Daz story. Johnny made that look like it. All, did. all the mental oh. mates, and I said that. Do you know when when we had the little when we had the little look after the curry night and. Uh, I said uh, this is this is turning into a turning into big up Johnny moment, but as it should be. <laughs> um, when we have ideas on projects that we want to put out there, and I'm hoping it's going to be the same with this, is that um, we have this idea, but Johnny he 
he, he makes it even better than we had in our minds. Yeah. That yeah. perfect version There's we had in our so minds, Johnny makes it better. Elevates um, it. So yeah, well played. Well, that video, that video for the live event last year was just yeah, unreal, yeah. wasn't it? Yes. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, and and the, the one they did with Brendan at the stadium. I think that's it. It's really important because, like you were saying, with social media and stuff, is that we want to try and get people who don't know what we're about mm. to, to care and to, to think whether it's worth giving them a go. And so we need to look professional but we need to look interesting and cool and yeah johnny helps us do that and as and as matt kelly did he helped us we we want to we want to add to the conversation around suicide and around men's mental health and putting out content that allows us to like do that in a positive way and and also all those people trust us with photographs of their loved ones at the end um it was just you know and the feedback that we've had from that video is just game changing so for me yeah. it's it's to keep keep doing things like that keep trying to push the boundaries a little bit and do special things together yeah i mean that that was that poem and that video it it's almost a bit of a dangerous one isn't it but it it was done brilliantly it was done really it's one really of the well. most taboo stigmatized subjects there is yeah yeah but it shouldn't be um and i think that we're at the more, more of that i think next year hopefully yeah. Yeah. um with regards to this though you know what they say they can't polish we'll see he's he's worked with worse um okay so so next question um how do you try and implement mentalist values into your day-to-day -day lives like your jobs and your mates and that's from matty age five <laughs> do you know what you want to take that <laughs> yeah yeah i'll take it thanks for answering your own yeah. question yeah yeah Oh, that's ego. Ego. <laughs> yeah. I'll set this one, boys. <laughs> I, I did ask you yeah, all you to, did, yeah. to put a question in yeah. yourselves as well. We, we have values. <laughs> well, thanks Chris for asking. Um, so, <laughs> what a good question. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That's a good one. I should have changed the name. It should have been <laughs> Johnny Mennell. Um, so, um, I think for me, like values. We talk about about talking, about reaching out to our mates all the time. Mm. But actually, I've been guilty of just keeping shit to myself and, 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 and bottling stuff up. But then there's also things like, like I've said to you and like I said on the podcast originally, was that, you know, never have two bad days in a row and always practice gratitude. And then not to lose focus of that. Mm. Because I never thought that before I interacted with mentalness, that was all stuff that's like... That you boys have rubbed off on, not like that. <laughs> that you boys have rubbed off on me, like, and so it's it's oh, those yeah. sorts of value, yeah, it did, um, yeah, it did. and it's those sorts of things that I think you know that has made me a better person. So those values, that's that's helped me. So although I try and implement, and I give that advice out myself now, that's because I know it's helped me. Yeah. And um, so that's 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 how I implement it into my day, yeah. I suppose. No, I, I agree, and I I feel like it feels like a privileged position that people now know what we do we wear it every day everywhere we have podcasts we we're putting out that message and actually now my friends people that are close to me come to me mm -hmm. people that i didn't know were going through stuff before people that maybe have just come a, you know hit a hurdle that they feel like they can turn to me and say do, you know can you help can we talk and that feels like something very special to be in that position for people um there's a yeah. friend of mine that I, I catch up with him every couple of months. And um, I, the whole time that I've been a trustee with mentalness, he's never, he said, oh, how's it going with that? And he'd never really mentioned anything about himself. Um, and then he actually said to me, he said, oh, but he, he, we met, I think it was last Christmas actually we'd met. And he basically said, um, this year's been really tough for me. 
But going back to what I mentioned earlier, just knowing that you're on the end of the phone and mentalness is there if I need it was enough for me to get through that year. Yeah. And that was quite a moment yeah. as well for mm-hmm. for like a mate to say that. And it's about being, <clears throat> excuse me, like being approachable, isn't it? Yeah. And like backing up what we say and making sure we are there for people and we can facilitate. And yeah, and yeah we are. We're just a big supportive cuddle, aren't we? I think, Jack, that you're, you sort of created this quote, didn't you? I think is the best one. And it's my... I think it's my favourite mentalness quote is that we can't solve all your problems but you don't have to face them alone mm-hmm. and I think it's just a brilliant sort of sort of monologue for life really like we can we can we can help you with certain things yeah. but we might not be able to fix everything and that's like that blokey kind of thing isn't it alright oh, that's broken right well, what do I need to fix it mm-hmm. we might not be able to fix everything but whatever's happening there's going to be somebody through mentalness that you'll meet yeah. who will go through it with you or help you go through it and i think that's a huge part of it and um yeah i think that's a good one that's mm. saw something the other day on social media I, I tend to pick these out now with my mentalness hat on you see these little quotes and phrases, and you think that's a good one i'm gonna keep that in my back pocket and i saw something that said it's not what you have it's who you have mm. and i thought absolutely and, yeah. and like mike was saying it's that peer-to-peer support is that experience that people bring into the group isn't it this next and final question is what is the end destination and it's probably this podcast isn't it <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. it was there's there's a few questions similar um but around sort of what's next for us future plans and what the end destination is um and i think it's that is a biggie isn't it i know we're going to do some talking about that after this we're going to have a sit down mm-hmm. um and a, a talk about the future um but is there anything that anyone's got sort of in mind and perhaps we can talk about mentalness 2.0 a little bit among this as well because i think that'll help us decide what comes next i think it's it's exciting but it's also daunting in a way personally mm. that we're clearly onto something good here and i don't you know we have reached capacity haven't we in terms of what we can do yeah i think it's quite obvious that we can grow it you know, we could just venture out to Tadcaster or Podclinton and start doing mm. things there. But again, it's that capacity issue. <clears throat> Excuse me. But I think Menfulness 2.0 is going to give us a very clear idea of what's coming next. And that's very exciting. But also, you know, it is going to change things. It's, I, we are you know, quite often used... I'm always a little bit like, yeah. I don't want it to change. You know, I like yeah. it like this. But yeah, it's, it's going back to the, the question earlier about when we said what's changed when we became a charity. If the, You know, the dream would be that we do this full time as jobs, wouldn't it? It'd be great. Mm. But that it wouldn't be the same. All five of us, a big office with like slides in it. Mm. Uh, uh, which apparently is not dissimilar to what Movember's like in Australia. Well. It's possible. <laughs> oh, really? Um, but, yeah. but we, we go, well, our favourite phrase, well, not favourite phrase, but a phrase that we seem to use all the time is, well, it's a nice problem to have. Yeah. And it's the same, isn't it? The, it is. the mm. issue we've got now is that we have this model that really works and we want to do more and more. We want to help more and more men. Like, if we could implement this model in every town and city in the UK, how amazing would that be? But to do that, you don't want to dilute what we're doing in York. It's, no. a, it's the biggest problem to have, but we, mm. but we, it's a nice problem to have. Yeah. I, I always go back to like, you know, I, I quite like watching things like Dragon's Den and they do it. The, the thing is, is that to, to implement this somewhere else, you've got to find three, four, five people who have got mm. a, fr- a level of friendship that we've got. That can we, we trust. Can, mm. it, that you can be, but we can be brutally honest with each other as well. Mm. Um, and, and nobody's gonna. But there's like there's a there's a sort of core DNA between the five of us about what we think mindfulness is and what it should be mm. and what it should look like. And if 
if there's any scope that we feel like we're going off track, we just stop it, don't we? And just and just bring it back to yeah. that. And I think that's why we've never fell out is because there's that core bit of DNA that runs between all five of us that basically we all want Memphis to do the right thing and the good thing and, mm. and promote this. And I don't think that... And I think that that is what we always fall back on. Yeah. And I think that's that's such a huge part of mindfulness. And I think that's the tricky thing about expanding it to other cities or the towns is that we're very aware that this is we support men or people who identify as male, um, and that can be a barrier. And we've been very fortunate, haven't we, that we we haven't really had misogynistic stuff and things like that and every time we've had any even glimmer of it we've mm. absolutely shut it down mm. if you don't have someone who's got the wherewithal or the uh, abilities to do that it could go in a very different direction yeah i get that well you have to have an element of control yeah over it at the end of the day okay and i, I think anyway mm. yeah no it, I we've agree. got a brand now we've got you know which have ethos and values that we're talking about and yeah we're going to have to be careful how we do it. But again, like Matt said, it's a nice problem to have. Yeah, there could, be, there could be geographical expansion. There could be expansion on what we do here. But I think Menfulness 2.0 is essentially York St. John University yeah. helping us yeah. evaluate what it is that's improving men's lives mm -hmm. about what we do. Yeah. So if we ever do want to grow it outwards or, or internally, we'll know which bits of it and why. And yes. hopefully that will be something that we can use to, yeah. to springboard us to the next step. Mm. I'm, I'm conscious that we are running out of battery a little bit right now. And it is, we have come Social to Social battery. Yeah, no, no, the no, cameras. the emotional battery. Um, <laughs> no, we're, 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 it's probably a good time for us to draw this to a close, unless anyone has anything else that they want to add. Mm. Um, hopefully everybody, even though we haven't been able to answer everyone's questions, I imagine that we've probably covered the questions. Um, and so thank you to anyone who's submitted a question to us. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Yeah. Um, there's plenty more online if you want to go and check out the Menfulness podcast. We're on YouTube, yeah. we're on Spotify, Apple, anywhere that you get your podcasts from. Um, thank you to you boys for making the time and getting cosy in my back room. It's been nice. I hope we can it's do it again sometime. Yeah. And also, it's been a while since we've done that last podcast with you all. I have been this intimate uh, with the yeah, yeah. men on the sofa. Um, so hopefully we can get you back for another another podcast again soon yeah. individually as well um, but until next time thank you for joining us um, and yeah thanks for your support yeah yes and should we, say, we should probably say a really big thank you to all of our volunteers yes. all of our partners like we are just five people we literally could not do what we mm -hmm. do Absolutely. without the 12 blokes who help us do that and without all of the partners and funders and people who um, who believe in what we're trying to do yeah I yeah. think the biggest thank you is to all the guys that have reached out for help and asked for help and, and have that support of us because without them showing that amount of strength and vulnerability, yeah. um, then uh, then obviously Menforce wouldn't be what it is. So thank you to, to all them all them guys who have struggled and asked for help. Yeah. So thank you to you for listening and until next time. Good night. Mm -hmm.